0: All
1: right, so it's going to play the song first and then we're going to play that one. All right, welcome back, everybody, to another edition of London Underneath with the one and the only, Josie.
0: Josie, <laughs> woo woo.
2: Also known yeah. as Joey Bag of Donuts. Joey Bag of Donuts?
1: Yep. Bag of Donuts. Bag, bag of Donuts. Oh, Donuts. Yep. Bag of Donuts. Joey Bag of I love that man. Well, Why don't I have a nick- cool nickname like that?
2: Well, I'm in sales, so I bring donuts to all my
1: customers in the morning and then uh, they give us business. So what do you think about this music? Can you hear the, can you guys hear the music or is it in my head again?
2: Know I, I can hear it. All right. What
1: do you think about this? This is Madness's theme. This is my theme song.
2: It's, it sounds wonderful.
1: I would have Miami Vice. Miami Vice. Yeah. All right. So, welcome to another edition of Last Let it Eat with Madness. <laughs> we are here today, and uh, we're a little late for Father's Day, but better late than never, right, Madness? Right. This is bring your dad to work day.
0: Bring my dad to work. Day. No, I like, I like it. it. I like it. No, we like all wore it. the black t-shirts today, we which was magic. He ideas. asked me what kind I was like black.
1: Mine says space invaders because I
0: got space invaders on the back. Nice. Mine, Mine says, ask me about mortgages. Mine
1: is yeah. We got like, to about get about you, like, a bag of donuts, yeah. donuts t-shirt, man.
2: That's a good idea.
1: Maybe I should get some made up. Bag of donuts. I yeah. think we need that. All
2: right. I'll
1: Last one to be bag- in, the, in a bag of donuts. I'll send you the bill. <laughs> I'm I going to have my art guys start working on this right now, Joe. So listen, for our listeners out there, we have, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce your last name, brother. I'm so sorry. You know what I mean? I'm just going to do it. It's okay. Cucurulo. Cucurulo. Joe Cucurulo from North New Jersey. We're not going to allow to say the location of it because we don't want anything happening. Right? Nothing ever
2: happens to me. Don't worry about it.
1: All right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so... We, the reason we did this is Madness and I were talking one day and she says, Hey, you want me to bring my dad on the on the call with or on the show with us, right? Something like that, Maddie, is that what happened?
0: Yeah. I was um thinking about what kind of interesting characters I could bring on the show. Hmm and we've been consistently on the rankings so we've been coming up on the charts again we were going downhill for a little bit we
1: were were. so
0: i'm trying to make sure that anyone that i'm bringing on at this point is only going to bring views and i was like who's an interesting person in my life that i can bring on thank you and i talked to our sister this morning and i was telling her how he was coming on tony Ann. and she was like oh god this could go in 16 (laughs) different directions (laughs) I was like yeah no it really could so we came here unscripted today there's so much to say so much to talk about i don't even know where to begin
1: I mean, let, let, let's just talk about like why did you pick joe as a guest i mean other than the interesting character part i think there was something to do with something that you said hey Fab, maybe this could work on this angle
0: Yeah. So I think that we've definitely been trying to get outside of just having mortgage professionals on here or people within our own sphere. And I think long story short, so he's stepfather, been in my life for more years than he hasn't been in my life at this point. And Mm -hmm. if anyone out there has ever read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I feel like that is a very good analogy or example of the mentorship that I had from both my dads over time where I had one dad that was more physically present and I could really learn a lot of just business day-to-day you know things that he has I've grown up with him my entire life and then there's other things that I learned from my dad and we've had different experiences with our dad so we've always kind of had a special bond but long story short um during covid we had the ability to work together which we weren't working in the same industry but as covid has it a lot of people were working from home Mm -hmm. and and us being in the essential businesses where we never really saw you know i was back in the office we really never weren't in the office and Mm -hmm. he owns his company so i would go into the office with him a lot of the times just to get out of the house because we couldn't go into our corporate offices with Annie Mac at the time. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like in the last couple years, as I've started to grow in my sales position, a lot of the things that I do, whether I realize it or don't realize it have kind of mirrored a lot of what I've seen him do throughout my lifetime, especially in the last couple of years. So I thought what better way to have my guy mr c because i couldn't pronounce cucarula when i was little just kind of come on here and you know give everyone a little piece of the exciting <laughs> the excitingness that he brings to our family
1: Judge, um, has madison wanna... always been such like precise with her words um, <laughs> she yeah, was six, say, yeah. So like i mean boom to the point it's like done like within 10 seconds i know exactly what she's talking about i would say yes for the most part <laughs> yeah yep yeah, absolutely
0: no, what did you always tell me? Keep it simple. He's very much like no fluff, just get to the point. Exactly. <laughs> what
1: happened? Did you like? You, would you, were you like out of missing that day in school when Joe was giving that lesson? What happened?
0: Oh well, we have to have the other parent on here to understand why I am the way that God I am. God.
1: So Joe, let's let's forget about Madison. Let's talk. Sure. You've been in sales, from what Maddie's telling me, for like fifty plus years.
2: Uh, yeah, probably a little bit longer. You know, when I grew up in the Bronx, I was a paperboy mm-hmm. <clears throat> delivered the daily news in the morning and the post in the afternoon. And, um, you know, I've always had that ability to reach people from on a, on a social level,
1: on yeah. a business level. And it's, it's all kind of the same. It's just being a person. But don't you think, I mean, what you just said right there, like having a paper route when you're a kid, like I had one also when I was in third or fourth grade in Arlington, Virginia, right? mine was evening was the washington star but back when it just come out the evening after school but do you feel like that kind of puts you on that path of like where you feel like work compensation money is connected and now you want more of it oh absolutely you know
2: i mean i grew up old school i grew up with my grandparents who came over to this country in the 1920s from italy and they were god-fearing hard-working My grandfather was up every morning at five. He worked five and a half days a week. So uh, he taught me through example. You know, we spoke broken English. So we had a very close relationship, but not a very vocal relationship. Um, But I think teaching through example is probably the best mode because you can all the words in the world are great. But if you don't if you don't walk the walk and you just make the talk, it's kind of like a lot of hot air. And I'm yeah. not out there. I'm into the bottom line.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. That's a good point. Maddie, what do you think, man? I mean, you did you, have, I knew you? you. sold lemonade or something when you were a kid, and you loved that feeling.
0: Oh, and I used to work at the snack stands at all of our younger siblings. So um, we should probably mention that I'm one of six. So this guy has raised six children. I'm oh. the second oldest. Okay. And yeah, I think that he's a man of action never words. And I think that that's something that being someone of six children and running a business and all the hats that he's worn throughout my lifetime, the fact that he was always not just a man of his words, but actually had action to follow through. um, He's not a like. There's so many ways that I could just explain right now that were different, but I think it's also helped me in being like, you know, who do you want to model in business and also in life and a lot of the times i have to do the opposite of what i want to do which is what he's doing in order to be successful
1: what was your your, like after the you know you grow up blah 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 all that stuff right what's your first real sales job like what were you doing
2: well i worked for a railroad canadian pacific railroad in new york city Mm in Manhattan, in marketing and sales corporate sales they were good enough to send me up to Canada for three weeks on a uh, sales seminar, and the name of the course was uh, Principles of Professional Salesmanship, and the acronym was POPS. P O P S. And to this day, I still draw on those on those values. Okay, uh, simple simple value. You're a customer. You come to me. You have a problem. Mm-hmm. I can either turn turn around, and run away, or I can embrace your problem and solve it. So if I solve your problem, you're kind of loving me. And the chances of me keeping your business and getting your business and solidifying my relationship with you, it's going to be a lot greater. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the many principles that they taught us. And, you know, to this day, whenever a customer comes to to me, to us with a problem, we embrace it. I embrace it. And we try to come up with a solution.
1: You know what's cool, man, is like no matter what technology does, this new AI stuff does – what you just talked about, right? That human connection. I don't think AI is ever going to replace it. I know Maddie's like freaked out about it. Like she's like hiding underneath their bed, like AI's yeah. AI going to take my job and all this is going to happen. And I'm like, I don't think it'll ever replace that human connection. I mean, what do you think, Joe?
2: No, absolutely. You know, the way I look at the internet, you know, I've, it's been about what, 20 years? Um, the internet, the, the way I look at it, it's it's like if you're going to build a house, okay, you can't build a house with just a hammer. The Internet's a hammer. Mm. You need a screwdriver. You need a saw. You need da 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 So I think the companies, the big companies that really don't get the message, they try to build the whole house with a hammer because they think it's cheaper. Yeah. But it's not cheaper. You need every tool in the box. And the Internet is a tool. It's a very powerful tool. But it's only one tool. It's not the whole enchilada. Yeah, good point, man.
0: <laughs> Not the whole enchilada. I not like the whole one. enchilada. You like that? <laughs> I like yeah. that. Okay.
1: Maddie, what sales principle do you remember? I mean, you're new in the sales industry. You're like what three, four years in, five years in, something like that, right? I mean, it's a baby. I balance
0: hats, but yes, the. Joe's been
1: in 50 plus years. I got what 37 years in the in the sales industry, something like that. You know what I mean? We're done. I mean, so you're like the new one. (laughs) What principle are you seeing right now that you gravitate towards? That you say, oh, this is really what I can kind of like, in 10 words or less. I'm Just kidding. No, yours.
0: (laughs) No, I would just say, um, all right, I'll give you an example. So like something that he said was just keeping it super simple. So he has a birthday book. So for my entire life, and still to this day, if I go on my phone in our family group chat right now, he will text us and be like, hey, it's like a random babysitter that watched us like three times in our life's birthday today. And we're like... Okay, like just, you know, Jessica or something like that. Wow. So he makes it a point to call every single person on their birthday. And I mean, you can speak to that, but we've had a lot of conversations about just how that one initial phone call.
1: Oh, I like, I, like, the, I would like to talk to Joe about someone's birthday. Sorry, uh, say it again. So Joe, like if somebody posts something on your Facebook page on your he birthday, would you acknowledge that person? Well, first of all, I don't do Facebook. <laughs> I know you don't, but let's say you did in a hypothetical world. Okay, if somebody posted what? It's like, Someone hey, posted- Joe, happy birthday. Would right. you acknowledge them at least? Oh yeah, absolutely, sure. <laughs> what if they made a video for you? Like spent like days putting up, putting together memories of you and them together.
2: Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, you know, that's you know, that's cool. That's
1: fine. <laughs> He knows where this is headed. He's already defending you. I got, his fatherly instincts have come out, Maddie. I can see them in full color. Oh
0: so my God! Yeah.
1: on her Facebook page, Joe. Can you believe this? You it? he video. posted a video
0: on my facebook page and i never saw it so oh. i never acknowledged it Oh! and i got on his case like oh Uh-oh. my god you didn't wish me a happy birthday and he's like what oh. i posted and she did a- it on the show he did
1: it on the show and i was like oh now we're gonna show proof on the show wow, <laughs> wow. and she's like well i just saw this green tulip i just thought i said well even if i put a green tulip on your facebook page isn't that good enough to be acknowledged
0: well you know what here's what joe would argue if you picked up the phone and just called me yeah. Wouldn't have to worry if I ever saw it. Don't
1: you never pick up when I call.
0: Yes, I do. No texting. <laughs> texting is yeah, you out. See if
1: I hope the audience goes to YouTube and sees this this episode. This is yeah. like, not
0: even, won't pick up phone, Facebook, or anything. So I don't know what. what In doing fact,
1: about. this morning you saw an email I sent two weeks ago.
0: No, I I space out my content that I post, so I didn't want to post everything on the same day. So he so, posted
1: me. We have expectations of one another, Jill, I'm just right?
0: Gonna, no, I think that.
1: <laughs> oh, she's jumping out the window.
2: So, so let's pull it back. The birthday book, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just messing with that. I mean, no, I, he's, I, I, he's good
1: with okay, laundry. okay. okay so, so,
2: so the birthday book. Part of the birthday book is, is a personal thing, right? Like it was my my nephew's birthday yesterday, so I sent him a birthday message, happy birthday. But the other part of it is professional, and that's customers, vendors. We treat everybody the same, right? Mm-hmm. So if I know you and I like you, for instance, what's when's your birthday? June 24. Okay, I'll put you in my birthday book. <laughs> Thank you. And so what I do is I'll call people or I'll text them on their birthday to make them feel important, to make them feel special. Now, from a sales point of view, out of 100 people, how many people do that? Yeah, not a lot. Okay. So the whole trick in sales is setting yourself apart from the rest of the Red Pack. And that's one little thing that you can do to set yourself apart.
1: How many years have you been doing that? Because that's quite a discipline.
2: Uh, I've been doing it for maybe 35, 40 years. Yeah. And And I learned that from a very, very dear friend of mine who taught me. He was one of the best salesmen that I ever met. And it was one of the many things he taught me. And
1: I embraced it. And then that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so come back to you, Maddie. I mean, is there something that you do that differentiates you between other loan officers?
0: So similar to him, there was a college mentor of mine that I did a business program with, and he always told us to write handwritten cards. Mm, And so every Christmas I send my clients a handwritten card. And if it happens to be the year that they had closed on a purchase of their home, I, if I'm not physically at the closing, I'll have the realtor or someone take a picture of them at the closing. And then I've printed that picture of them at the closing. And I just got a purchase this week from a refinance. I did two weeks ago because she gets my handwritten Christmas cards every year. And she's mentioned before how touching that is. And how often do you get a handwritten card?
2: That's right. No, not that's, a
0: family member. Yeah.
2: No, that's that's excellent.
0: Thanks.
1: Yeah, no, it is. It's tops. You know, sales is sales, right, Joe? I mean, no matter what year it is, it's still the basic principles of human relationship. Someone feeling worthy, and that, and then they trust you to bring their business to you. Absolutely, absolutely. It's
2: you know, if I were going to, if I was going to sum it up in one word, as I've done before, it would be confidence. And by that, I mean you know, I'm in the shipping business, logistics. We move con- cargo containers around the world. We deal with people all over the world—China, you know, Europe. We deal with people three thousand miles away we've never met before. Mm. But we we meet them on email, we meet them on the phone, we meet them on a on a team meeting. But if they have the confidence in me, in us, in my company, to do what we say we're going to do when we hang the phone up, they're going to come to us more often than not, as long as we do what we say we're going to do and we're consistent. That's the key. It's like, why do you go to your favorite pizzeria?
1: Because the pizza's always good. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: now, if the guy's- <laughs> until,
1: until, until that one day it's not, and you're like, are you, seriously, dude, I just drove 42 minutes. Exactly. What happened? I've been eating here since second grade. That's a true story, Joe.
0: Oh, bro. but he'll tell them.
1: I well, do I, too. I do too. Yeah. I feel like I'm doing my job to help them get back
2: on track. <laughs> and, and if they smile and they're friendly and they have a great pizza- it's all ah, run, yeah, it's all dude. run. But I mean, it, it is very, very simple. It's ve- it's basic and it's nothing that AI can do. Yeah. AI can help us, but it can't do what we're talking about right now. See Maddie, chill,
1: relax. This is
0: over why I, I, this is my voice of reason right here, trust me. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Joe, I mean, you, you just mentioned something really cool by the way, and I don't wanna go over it. You're dealing with people all over the world, right? 50 years ago, or whatever, how many, you probably didn't have, I don't know, maybe you did, maybe, I don't know. You probably didn't have that kind of global reach as you, as you do today. Well, we did. So you were doing already global back in 1970s? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, so, because all of the stuff we move is going all over the world. Got it. So with the technology, though, does that, because obviously technology is not the same as it was 50 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. So does our sales technique or does your sales technique improve with the technology? Does Do you kind of like change up things that you don't need to do anymore? Because you mentioned emails now and probably some Zoom calls, that kind of stuff are happening. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It, it makes us more efficient.
2: So, you know, right now I could, I'm a marketing and sales guy all day long. That's all I do. Eat, sleep, and drink. I could reach 200 people in a day, mm-hmm. emails and text messages. But... I also augment that or supplement that with personal visits and with phone calls. Um, and one of the little things that I do, and I've mentioned it to Madison before, is text messaging. Okay. Now, if you send, you know, an email, you know, delete, delete, delete. But if you get a text from somebody, that's got your attention because it pops up on your phone. So if I really want to get somebody, if I want to get their attention, I will shoot them a text. I might send them an email too, but I'll send them a text.
1: Mm. and That will always get their attention because it pops yeah. up. agreed. 100% agreed. Can you give me some idea of like, Amazon, right, really changed the way sales and customer experience occurred, right? People can go on their phone. Also, I think I need new guitar strings. Boom, I ordered new guitar strings. It'll be here tomorrow morning, right? Mm -hmm. So my expectation now of all salespeople is that same kind of seamless transaction. Mm -hmm. Has that affected your industry and your sales abilities?
2: Well, yeah, I mean in in our in my industry, you know, we're a small company, very small company relative to the big shipping lines. The big shipping companies that own these mega ships that hold 30,000, 25,000 containers, they're big, they got lots of money, but they don't have the right attitude. They don't have the people who really care the way I care and the way my company cares. So, we're small, we're nimble, we're able to navigate the big big companies like navigating through the the post office, if you will. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah,
1: it's a uh, it's a challenge. Yeah, Maddie, you got any questions
0: for you got any questions
1: for Joe?
0: Any questions for Joe?
1: I always love when she repeats my questions. By the way, Joe, she does this quite often to buy time.
0: It's how I process. That's right. That's right. Because
1: she's listening to what she's saying and she's trying Do to think. I have any out. questions for Joe? Like just bought five extra seconds.
0: <laughs> Do I? Um, what is the? Hmm. Okay. We'll, well, we'll reverse it. So since you saw me working on sales and building my business in the last couple of years, is there anything that you've seen interesting, or I don't know, is there anything? Like we're on a podcast right now, right? Mm-hmm. So just, I guess, I don't know. There's there's no question in this, Fabi. Help me. Sure okay. there, All this, right.
1: this, this question All right. Just follow through. The question is, Jill, observing her for the last five years, have you noticed anything that stood out to you?
2: I would say yes, and I would say everything. And I'm not just saying it to blow smoke at her because she's sitting right here and I'm talking to you. <clears throat> she's got the right attitude. It's a personal attitude. She's on the phone. She's diligent. She follows up. And 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 she makes it personal, just like the, the cards that you send over to your customers. There is no trick, there's no easy way in sales. It's a slow, consistent burn. And you do that. I see you do that. You walk into the house, you're on the phone. You know, when you leave the house, you're on the phone, you're talking to somebody, you're trying to do a deal, you're trying to do something. Those are all very commendable things. And cool. and, and reaching out and touching people. Yeah. So
1: you seem like a pretty funny guy, Joe. I don't know. I'm hysterical. I get the vibe that you can tell a few jokes here and there with the guys, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, and the girls. And the girls, yeah. But I mean, humor is a yeah, part the girls of the brother, guys. humor is a part of the sales, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, exactly. I, I've always been told if I can make them laugh, I'll get them to listen to me. You got it. Right.
2: One of the things. Now you just triggered something one of the things one of the tools that i use when i communicate with people on email is google images <laughs> i would say a whole lot of times i will always try to make the person laugh whether they be wherever like for instance i had a situation today where i was communicating with one of the one of the people i work with on my team and there's somebody overseas that was not doing the right thing okay mm-hmm. so i sent a nice little uh you know image and i won't i won't Say the word, but it's the S list. Okay. You're now on the S list. And I have a cartoon and I send it. So now you could say it, but when you send an image, you know the old adage, one picture is worth a thousand words? Yeah. Let me tell you, one picture is worth a million words. Yeah. People remember that. And if you can make people laugh, it doesn't matter if you're 50 bucks more or 100 bucks more. It doesn't matter. What matters is you made them laugh. They got confidence in you. They like you. You're consistent.
1: And you deliver. Maddie, you got any jokes? Do I have any jokes? <laughs> <laughs> I was literally about to say it. I beat you to it, Maddie. I beat you to it. <laughs> Joe, one time I asked her, I said, Maddie, do you break the law? She's like, do My, I break the law? You know. She came back to says, I walk. I <laughs> well,
0: Like I said before we came on here, I'm like, uh, so what I said to him, I'm like, just don't say anything that's going to make me not be able to come back on this podcast or lose what my do, day. To what, job. You,
1: what, what could possibly be said on this podcast with Joe and me that has not been said in the last 14, 15 months?
0: Absolutely I mean, nothing. Absolutely. That's why not. I said everything's on the table.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do you use humor in sales, Maddie? Or do you like, do you like, are you still too yeah. new to it to kind of like feel? I mean,
0: the whole TikTok, my whole TikTok, I feel like my approach with the video. Was nice. Humor oriented. Wow. So I do a lot of videos that just, you don't have to even be buying a home necessarily to know what I'm talking about is mm-hmm. like either like a big do or a big don't when it comes to home buying. So, you know, mortgages. You, ever had a, you ever had a video with Joe? No, this is our first. This is our first. No, you actually you during care. COVID we we toyed with the idea of doing like a YouTube or something like right. that. I just feel like he's got a lot of wisdom to share. So but
1: who you knows?
0: Know, you could my... make,
1: make a TikTok video with him. I could. Joe, you're a good dancer. I with job. dance on TikTok. I why I don't do TikTok anymore. Don't... I, I don't have a TikTok account. I dance like a refrigerator. You know, <laughs> I, I, it's better than me, man. I don't. I don't even. I don't even have that good rhythm that you just did right there. Yeah. I'm about <laughs> Guitar and then I stay hide behind it. That's all I do. <laughs> I yeah. ban my guitar. Yeah. All right, that's interesting, Maddie. So you're really saying you're taking your humor on the social media level, and kind of doing a broader approach, and then people kind of get a get, kind of, your tribe is almost created, and then that's the kind of like the lead funnel for you.
0: Or if I get a phone call, I think that there's nothing more stressful than talking about money and debt and all the things that we talk about, especially like in a pre-approval. So I think mm-hmm. if I can you know add a little bit a little humor to make them feel like okay she's cool or like Mm -hmm.
1: she gets it
0: i don't have to withhold everything from her because i think that's the biggest challenge in our industry is people like to withhold information from you and then you find out one way or another and i'd rather make it lighthearted and funny so that if and when it happens it could be like remember when i joked about that instead of coming at them from a place of being like Oh my God, I can't believe you just did this. Why would you go and open a credit card or, you know, all the Got things. Come home
1: and- I know it. when I was a full-time loan officer, I, clients would always come up and say, I want the best rate possible, Fabi. And I'd look at them straight in the face and say, I'm sorry, you don't qualify for the best rate. And their <laughs> calls would drop. They're like, what do you mean? I just fucking you. just relax. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like it. I like you it. Know, but I mean, I, I used to use humor all the time. It was just, it was just something that just did. Joe, what about referral network? I mean, we talked about social media. You know, Maddie has brought in the TikTok, right? Obviously, that's a internet social media, right? But it's still a network. Mm-hmm. I imagine you got to have an extensive network after as many years in the, in the in the sales industry as you have, right? We do. Yes. Yes. And so, I mean, did you plan out like, "Hey, I need this person. I need this kind of person," or did it just organically grow as people connected with you? You're talking
2: about uh, clients.
1: Yeah, just your, your net, your, you know your referral networks, whatever people are saying, hey, go. Tr- I trust Joe; he'll take care of your shipping.
2: Okay, so I give you a little story. So years ago, maybe twenty years ago, we have a we had a very we do a lot of business in the United Kingdom. Okay, and one of our very good friends had a good connection with a corporate officer at a company that made uh, alcohol, and so they picked up the phone one day and said, "Listen, this fella's going to come over from the UK. Wants to meet with you because he's moving. You are ready for this?" He's moving vodka from the United States to Russia, to Moscow. What? Yeah, that's what I said. I said, what? I said, okay, well, I'll meet with anybody. Okay, so we sat down, we met with this fellow, corporate guy. He was a Brit, prim and proper. Me and my business partner sat in a hotel room. He had a little white whiteboard, told us what his problem was. And he looked at us and he said, can you fix my problem? And we looked at each other and we said, well, that's exactly what we do. We manage cargo. We know how to do exactly what you're doing. And he said, okay, I'm going to give you a shot." So he gave us a shot. We must have done, no exaggeration, over 1,000 containers of vodka, which is a lot of containers, okay, from the United States to Moscow. And I said to the fellow at the end of the meeting, I don't understand. When I think about vodka, I think the Russians make vodka. And he said they do. However, they drink more than they make. (laughs) So there's a net deficit. I said, good. God bless America. God bless (laughs) Russia. We did 1,000 containers. We made boatloads of money. And uh, I think I built my third house on all those containers. Jeez. So that was all from a referral from a friend in the industry in England who liked us, picked the phone up and said, I know a guy who's got a problem. Can you help him? Yeah. That is the best way to get
1: business. 100% agreed.
0: Or I'll say another example. Sorry, mm-hmm. Bob. Yeah, no, no. Um, recently, you... Went on LinkedIn when you had to reach out to someone. like you did use the internet recently for a big win for business. I remember mm-hmm. the lesson there was pretty much like if you need something, go to the top. So he literally like researched the president of this company and like LinkedIn messaged them. Right? Am I no no no? You,
2: you're absolutely right. We had we had a problem with a container that was stuck over in Antwerp, Belgium. I couldn't get any resolution for a week from the normal people I dealt with. So I went to LinkedIn, I found out who the president of the company was, sent him a message, much to my surprise, he responded, gave me the name of his uh, associate, that individual happened to be a woman, problem solved, container got delivered. I said, well, that's great. But that goes to tenacity. You have to be tenacious. If you want something in business or in life, you have to go for it because it's the only way to get it.
1: Mm, Yeah, yeah. This goes back to something that I've, I've been really saying for the last two years is that everything I've ever wanted in my life has been on the opposite side of my fear. There you Nothing go. Nothing I've ever wanted was on the inside of my fear. It was always on the outside of my fear. Mm-hmm. And I had to break through that barrier. If I didn't, I'd never get it. I'd never, I mean, even starting this podcast four years ago, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to sound stupid. No one's ever going to tune into this podcast. Next thing we know, we've got 2000 listeners every month tuning in. Nice.
2: nice. See nice. What Madison's
1: going to explain to me this time about it and repeat my questions to me. I mean, can you believe they actually tune in to have her repeat my questions to me, Joe? Look, I mean, Maybe kind of- they
0: didn't hear it the first time and they appreciate the fact that I am reminding them <laughs> when we go on a tangent. They're Maybe. like, oh.
1: So look, I- we're going to to the end here. I got to ask Joe one thing. As yeah. many years as you got in your sales, is there a pitch that you used, like something that was like so cringeworthy? Like you wouldn't even, you like sometimes I look back at some of the things I've said in the past. And it's like, oh my God, I would never, ever repeat that today. You ever got something like that, like cringeworthy? Hmm, that's a good one. I, <laughs> His neck I, I, just cracked. No, I have to. I have to think about that.
2: <laughs> cringeworthy. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Something that I would have said that was cringeworthy.
1: Like, I'll tell you what. I did a flyer one time, right? I think I was in my second year in the mortgage business, Maddie, right? Mm-hmm. And it had clowns on it. And underneath was, "Is this your loan officer from your last deal? If it is, please <laughs> give me a call." <laughs>
0: That's ballsy. You know,
1: that, that is cringeworthy. That's cringeworthy. That's cringeworthy. I, I can, Back in those days, we didn't get approvals from compliance or anything, right? So I'm just out there passing out to realtors.
2: Well, I, I, okay. I'll give you something that was cringeworthy. I didn't do it, but somebody did it upon me. Okay. okay. which I thought was the craziest thing that I've ever seen. And I think I probably tell you this story. It happened about maybe 10 years ago. So there was an investment advisor who wanted to, invest my money i didn't know him it's a hard business to break through to new people so instead of calling me what he did was he sent me a letter and a box and in the box was 101 one dollar bills nice so and with a little note you know i'd like to invest your money please give me a call uh, p.s keep the money so i looked at the That's letter all cringe that was cringeworthy so i looked at the letter i looked at the money and what did i do sent it back i sent it back <laughs> <laughs> I think I sent it back with a note. I said, Dear Mr. Smith, thank you very much for the money. I have too much money. Please give this money to somebody who's less fortunate than me. Best personal regards, Josie. Wow. That's wow. Crazy. Yeah. So that was cringeworthy on the receiving end.
1: So what, Maddie, what would you have done if you saw like my flyer where you got clowns and you're a realtor and I'm like. I actually
0: that- think that's hilarious. Not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> There's a lot of clowns out there in this industry right now. I think that that ad could honestly resurface.
1: Well, you know what? We'll we'll do one for you, Maddie. How's that? Want to know what my
0: cringe was? And I never used this. And I think I've talked about how many times I've never used this term. But I feel Very like cool. a lot of people that used this last year are cringing. Marry the home, date the rate. Oh, I, I I hated
1: that, that. for the I hated that from the first time I saw it. Never never believed in it. Never never said it. The thing is to I have said it on record it is the worst thing to ever tell a borrower. Yeah. It I've heard that
2: too. Right? Yeah.
0: Because Well,
2: I actually I thought it was good when I heard it because I only heard it once.
1: <laughs> I I, not I was when, not a big not fan. when of you're it.
0: trying to convince someone to spend maybe money that they don't have to Or,
1: buy or you can't even guarantee what the rates going to be next year.
0: I can't, what if they're 9%? I can't refinance my clients. a will have that purchase.
1: Now that one night stand turned into a long-term marriage and you hit the guy. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like he's turning every morning, 7.5%. <laughs> Just make sure you hit him hard with a hammer. <laughs> anyway, listen, Maddie, this was a good episode. I like this. I, I like know.
0: This. Thanks, this Joe. good, Joe.
1: You're welcome on the show anytime you want to come back. Seriously. Love to get you back on pleasure here. Pleasure meeting you. All right, Maddie, let, get us out of here. What do you say?
0: Wrap it up, JP.